But if you see reality, what has happened right now? Corona thing has happened. Economy is going down. A lot of industries, starting from hospitality, travel, logistics, finances, manufacturing, all these major industries are being really, really impacted right now. There was, there was one, of the, one of the bank, I think it was HSBC, decided to lay off about 4,000 employees before even the Corona thing happened. And now imagine what's going to happen to that bank when the banks are not opening all the branches, very limited staff and all that thing. And it was already running in losses. They're already selling you know, assets worth billions of dollars. With this, Corona just amplified. So we can, yes, say that, yes, 95 you know, job is the safest place. And you know, we would you know, get everything that we want in the job. But then we will be fooling ourselves. Welcome to Intensify Humanity Podcast. We bring the stories of ordinary human beings with extraordinary journeys. They have been grinded through life in terms of extreme challenges, guilt, shame and things people cannot even imagine. All because they made a choice or decision in life. They are literally not just inspiring but intensifying humanity through unconventional ways to such an extent that other human beings are inspired and pushed to live to their highest potential in life. I, Sundata Sarkar, your host today, will bring about the story of one such human being. I hope you find this episode inspirational. So we have today with us a person who was born as a truck driver's son. But being born as a truck driver's son was not as much pain as the pain of mediocrity, which he realized few years ago. The pain of not living up to his full potential, not having a meaningful life and just surviving like anybody else in a nine to five job. And then he decided something to do to break free from that life. Fast forward few months, he not just became India's first passionpreneur mentor, he quit his job, became a TEDx speaker and a Josh Talk speaker, one of the highest paid influencers in India became the best-selling author of two consecutive books along with transforming the lives of thousands of people out there. And he also earned rupees one crore in just 20 months entirely organically. He is none other than Dev Gadvi and he is intensifying humanity to his best possible extent. So welcome Dev. We would love to know about your journey but first of all congratulations on all your achievements and accomplishments and also becoming the best-selling author for another consecutive book. Thank you. Thank you so much Som, for having me and wow, what a lovely introduction. Thank you for having me on the show. Thank you, Dave. So Dave, my first question to you is you are always omnipresent on social media, right? So you have been posting in social media that you have earned rupees one crore in just 20 months and that's how people got to know about it. So without having any physical products and entirely organically, how is that even possible? How did you do it? So see, so this is what I realized. Initially, I stumbled upon this and I realized that we have moved on from social media age as well. Like very few people understand this, right? We were were into stone age earlier. We moved to farmer's age, then the industrial age, then the IT age technology age and social media age and we got into the age called knowledge zenith age and when i started this journey i understood this industry is going to become big 
Why? Because all of us, we've reached a place where roti kapda makan is no longer a problem. Now the problem is, what is the meaning of my life? How can I be happy? How can I be fulfilled? How can I be healthy? That's the next question which started coming. So when I started this journey, I stumbled upon this industry and I realized a big industry and I've studied a lot of millionaires and billionaires, how they are also converting their knowledge into money. In short, converting their knowledge into intellectual property products. That's what I started doing. And I, as I started experimenting a few things, people started responding and they wanted my service. One thing led to another. I acquired so much of knowledge, learning so many skills from different mentors like Grant Cardone, Dan Locke, and Gary Vaynerchuk. Accumulated all the wealth, wrote the book, 80% mindset, 20% skills, and built a complete program called Passionpreneur Mastermind, which was a one-stop solution for somebody to go from going from not knowing what to do in life, right, to finding the passion, to helping them to build the complete business around it. So all the steps you talk about, building your social media presence, uh, building your followers, running your webinars, closing from the webinars, everything, I combine all the knowledge and I shared with my mentees and step-by-step, step, I became one of the highest paying influencers in India within 20 months. So this is how all, this is how all, all of these started. So when you say uh, you earned this much and you became one of the highest paid influencer, so was it money which always drove you to what you are doing right now or what is it? Why did you uh, leave your job from a like 16 year long career and then you got into the, was it money that you wanted to make one crore or something like that? Well, money was not the key motivator for me. And a lot of people don't believe me because when I share my statistics of how much money I made, they think that I'm money minded guy. Like I always chase money blindly. That's not the truth. When I started this journey, I started because I genuinely wanted to help people. I'll give you a little bit of backstory. And like a lot of people know that I was born in a humble family. My, my dad was a truck driver. I saw my dad working really, really hard and he'll go away in his trips. Um, he used to run the big tankers, uh, transporting nafta from Gujarat to Jalgaon, Maharashtra, you know, Dhulia and all. And he'll be gone for a week. When I used to ask him that, I want to come with you on a trip, like just for fun, right? But he said one thing that Dave, make sure you study hard so that you don't have to do what I am doing today. The line of drivers driving trucks is not good. So I was brought up in that environment and when I started working a corporate job, I started making money. I started from 6,500 and it took me about 13, 14 years to reach to a place where I was making three lakh per month. When, when I reached that point, when I had everything that I wanted, right? I had a car, I had a house, I had, I had a beautiful family, everything was good. I had health, but there was something which was still missing. And I did not know what was that missing element. And as some of the great people have said, that success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. That is what I experienced at that time. I already had the money, but I wanted to do something which I love doing, which fulfills me. And my realization came in a form of knowing that I am underutilizing my own potential. Because when I saw my dad working hard, my benchmark was, look, my dad is working so hard Compared to that, I'm not doing much. And I realized that much more I can do in life. And ever since I started taking massive action, my life started to shift. My mindset became unstoppable. And I realized so beautiful. I was like, 
a guy like me who came from the poor family, got into a middle class, got to a decent living, if I can live a mediocre life and with a mediocre mindset, I don't know how many people are there in India alone. Then I started doing research and I found there were more than 256 million people in India living in middle-class families in 2015, 16. I was like, my God, I think I have, I have a responsibility. I need to wake people up from their mediocre belief and mediocre thought process, which is keeping them mediocre. And I, I feel that everybody else is also using not more than 5% of potential just like me. So I felt the pain of losing 13 years to mediocrity. Then I said, I'm going to wake people up. I'm going to start making content. I'll start making videos. That was the prime objective back in those days. And it's still the same objective, helping people to grow in life. And now I just added a few more things to it, but objective is still the same. Primary objective was never, you know, money was never the primary objective. Money is a byproduct. Wow. That is really something, uh, you know, shift internally, which made you do what, you did actually. So you just mentioned that, yes, you openly share uh, all your income and everything. So you have been making bold claims about what you want to achieve and about your accomplishments and your uh, achievements. And also you show your income openly in public from time to time. What is the reason behind it? It is like to show off or is it to inspire people or give the real, real, you know, reality check that if I can do it, you can also do it. So what is it all about? That's a very interesting question. Um, and, and you're right. A lot of people start judging me, you know, looking at me like, Oh, money, you know, Oh, Dave is making so much of money. just trying to show off. But a lot of people don't go deep into understanding human behavior. I have realized that we humans, since I've studied the last two, three years on how we humans think, how our mindset works, I've realized that humans are driven by emotions. And what kind of emotions would drive somebody to take action for their own better life? There are emotions like jealousy, emotion like inspiration. These are the two or three motivation. These are two or three strong emotions, which makes people to take action. And I said, I'm already motivating people. I'm making some inspirational posts. Why don't I share my earnings as well to show people that a truck driver's son who was lost for so many years, if I can do it, if I can make money, so can you. So it is, it acts as a motivational post. It acts as an inspirational post. It also shows how authentic and transparent I am. And at the same time, it makes a lot of people jealous. And out of all the emotions, I don't know which one is working for who, but I know for sure every time I post my income, my, my um, business that how much money I made and I became karodpati in, in less than 20 months, you know, it just moves people to react. And when they react, the emotion goes up emotion goes up, they try and learn from me then. Of course, I also attract some jealousy out there as in, as in not just jealousy, but people who start hating me. But you know what, if people have the negativity for somebody who's getting success, then clearly their, their mindset is not right. And if their mindset is not right, anyways, they will not learn from me. So either way, when I show these incomes, it actually helps me more than me actually helps other people to get inspired or jealous so that they get curious to learn from me. An interesting part is so when I started doing this, 
some influencers also started copying it now because see, it's a taboo. It's a taboo. People don't want to talk about money. Our family, our parents don't talk about money. They said, keep money. You know, don't talk about money, about name, you know, these things. I said, why not? Right. If I'm making money, nobody's going to steal it from me. Right. So if I, the big companies, public companies list their revenue, why can't you as an individual show how much money you made? Nobody says, Hey, you know, Reliance, you made so much money. You are, you are thief. You are show off. Okay. Nobody says that. But when Dave Gurdy shares it, a lot of people has that thing that, Oh, Dave, but now look, this culture is shifting. People started copying. People say, Hey, how much I'm, I, I now I'm started, started making this much money. I got this many. They became transparent now and more and more transparency we have. I think it's better for everybody. Like in Western, it's still, a lot of my mentees are based out of Western world. They still say that they don't share my success story, how much money I made, because it's not good culturally to share how much money we are making. I said, okay, fine. But I'm, I'm going to share my profit, my income, whether I can share my mentees profit or not. <laughs> That's a very sensitive area and important aspect you have highlighted that emotion, uh, human beings are driven by emotions. And yes, sharing your income, talking about your income, everything is a stigma in our society. It's a taboo. So even uh, when you go for, you know, uh, a matchmaking or something, people ask just once key, how much money you are making and all, but only till that time, only for that. So why not other time as well? It might instigate in a positive or negative way to make their life move forward that they can also do it. So thank you so much for sharing that perspective and what you are doing as well with the right intention. So you mentioned about you are a passion printer mentor, no doubt. And you have a program known as Passion Printer Mastermind. So what is Passion Printer or rather who is Passion Printer and can everyone become one? Who is Passion Printer? Somebody who has found the passion and built the business around it is a Passion Printer, right? See, there are entrepreneurs who may, may or may not be passionate about what they are doing. But Passion Printer, he starts with the passion and then starts learning how to make money out of the passion. And today we're living in such a beautiful times that you can monetize anything that you're passionate about. When I say anything, anything, it could be from being passionate about worms, earthworms, to going all the way to rockets and flights or whatever it is. You can be passionate about anything and you can monetize anything. Now you don't need money. You don't need people. You don't need anything. You just need your passion and the burning desire to convert that. So to answer your question, absolutely. Yes. Anybody can become a passion printer, but would everybody will become passion printer? No. Why? Because there are three elements which are really, really required for somebody to become passion printer. Number one, the person has to have a burning desire, right? You need to have a burning desire to do something in some area or some place has to have a burning desire. Number two, you need to have a sense of giving back to the community, to the people, in short, impacting others or solving problems. Number three, you need to have courage. And I, I've seen one of the three things is missing in most of the people. And when this one of the these, these things is missing, they will not become a passion printer. So fundamentally, I truly believe spiritually, anybody wants to become a passion printer will become a passion printer but not everybody would have what it takes to become a passion printer. Wow. Those are three really interesting points. And 
uh, when you talk about passion since nowadays it's like a buzzword you hear about passion purpose everywhere and people say okay i love uh, playing guitar i love painting so is this a passion or is it a hobby and is it the same thing or there is a difference in it well it's it's difference um so there are there are, i've explained this in my second book as well like a lot of people get confused between likes hobbies passion right they don't know you know i like i like something okay but that's just a liking that's a dreamer i just want i like it but they don't do anything about it then somebody who has a hobby is somebody who will find time on 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 weekends or some of the time in part time you know they will try and get into it for their own selfish benefit which is okay right i have a hobby of collecting coins maybe somebody has a hobby to collect coins somebody's hobby to paint weekend painter somebody's hobby to sing but not necessarily all those hobbies will be converted into passion the passion is something that you do irrespective whether you have time or no time you will find time to do this see the hobby is only when you have time you will do it but the passion is whether you have have time or no time you will find a way to do it it also can be named as your calling right this is your calling and and you cannot see yourself from doing it every day because that's your calling also one of the major difference between likes hobby and passion is mostly passion is focused on adding value to people's life as well because having a passion which does not pay as you know becomes poison right because everybody will start talking oh what are you doing what are you doing is you know you're not making money out of it because everybody wants to judge you based on how much money you made okay and when you don't make money when you don't have enough money it will become poison so having somebody something which you're passionate about which also adds value to other people which can be monetized is the real passion right otherwise it's a hobby or or a like that's it wow so simply and beautifully explain the difference now i'm sure our listeners will know the difference between likes hobby and passion so thank you for explaining it so you mentioned that you have uh, mentioned this portion also in your second book so your second book name is very interesting that is six sundays a week life is it really possible is it practical thing and can everyone live a this kind of life you mean to say you don't do any work or anything and you just sleep and eat all six sundays or seven sundays whatever it is but that's a really lovely book cover congratulations once again so can you shed some light on this yeah so see working on something that you don't like is a job right that's my definition working on something that you don't like is your job but working on something that you love doing irrespective whether you're a salaried employee 9 to 5 employee or you're an entrepreneur or passionpreneur that is a passionpreneur life and when this passion that you're living when the work becomes passion every day it will never be work every day will be like a sunday right and if every day becomes sunday then you can easily have six sundays a week and i'll give you an example Warren Buffett, Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, right? Ambani brothers. Any successful person right now, Oprah Winfrey, Tony Robbins, Dan Law, Grant Cardone, all of these people do they need more money? They don't need money. Do they really need to go to work? They don't need to go to work. But why do they still do it? 
why do they still go to work and they work even harder have a high self discipline high work ethic than all all the other mediocre people why because they are doing what they love doing and when you do what you love doing it becomes a sunday every day becomes a sunday so that's why i truly believe that when you are following your passion every day becomes a sunday so that's how the six sundays a week came into picture and it's not like sitting on the beach and doing nothing in fact you will get fed up i've experienced that as soon as i quit my job and i was like okay i made it i made it i have freedom i have money i'll not do anything i got bored watching movies it's not fun to live that kind of life awesome i mean the analogy that you have given of the big people and your own experience that we feel that when work is not there you know we have the entire freedom but we get bored especially all the successful people out there yes they don't need money but they, then they are still working harder on their purpose on their passion and everything so you also spoke about job right the 9 to 5 employees and you've also like mentioned on social media that lots of job are going to get lost and lots of employees are going to be jobless and you always talk about job loss you always talk about the layoff that is going to happen in the companies why do you do that do you want to instill some kind of fear in people and what is your intention behind doing that again and again well this is the reality which a lot of people are not seeing and at the beginning when i started this campaign of quit 9 to 5 and build business around passion i wanted to increase the awareness of average job goers to understand what is going to happen in coming few years now yes of course there are some people who get fearful and somebody will take action to learn or somebody get fear and they'll abuse the day you know you're trying to demean everyone which which also happened a lot of negativity a lot of hate comments i got because i was calling job as as not the ideal way of living life and quit 9 to 5 and all that but if you see reality what has happened right now corona thing has happened economy is going down a lot of industries starting from hospitality travel logistics finances manufacturing all these major industries are being really really impacted right now there was there was one of the one of the bank i think it was hsbc decided to lay off about 4000 employees before even the corona thing happened and now imagine what's going to happen to that bank when the banks are not opening all the branches very limited staff and all that thing and it was already running in losses they're already selling you know assets worth billions of dollars with this corona it just amplified so we can yes say that yes 95 you know job is the safest place and you know we would you know get everything that we want in the job but then we will be fooling ourselves right am i saying that everybody should quit the job right now and do something else no but i'm saying whatever you're doing become the vital key person in that industry whether you're in job or whether you're in entrepreneurship now ideally i feel that if you are not vital if you're functional person whether you are the data entry a uh, person you are the hr person you are the finance just the you know entry and all finance person or you are probably in the front in the car, sitting in the front of the counter receptionist all of them will be disappeared not just because of the corona thing corona is temporary it's going to go away in few months but what is going to happen later is automation iot's industrial 4.0 
artificial artificial intelligence it's going to replace a lot of people from the job so jobs are absolutely at stake right now as we see there is one survey which has been done which says that 45 million people will go jobless this year 45 million this year alone because of the corona thing and if people don't open their eyes this will continue to happen so they have two choices either you become the really really good at what you're doing and you become indispensable asset for the company and you can only do that when you are passionate about the job and you love that job and you can contribute to somebody else's mission and you're happy with it if not then you find what you're passionate about find what you love doing acquire the 21st century skills and then grow your influence and and grow, grow forward today if you're not leveraging social media to build your your professional career whether you're in job or not in job you're going to have a very very difficult time because people don't know you they cannot hire you they cannot pay you they cannot do anything with you so learn the 21st century skills and be aware also that there will be a lot of jobs that will go away but now whether you would be one of them or not i don't know so uh that's really frightening yet you know eye-opening uh, facts that you shared but uh, help understand the people who are in job and who want to do something of their own in life but at the moment they cannot leave leave their job so how can they slowly transition from a job life to becoming a passion printer or an entrepreneur great so see um, we all have been sold into consumerism right because of our education system because the way the society has brought up that beta ghar le lo settle ho jao right buy a house get married buy a house buy a car then mat jaani life but that's not the truth okay in fact right now you should not be buying loans i mean because all the things that you did was mostly on the loans so when when most of the people think that they are buying the house but actually house is buying you this is what most of the people don't understand that you've already sold your life your soul to the house because you will continue to pay the loan for next 20 years so you cannot do anything for next 20 years now since you've already in the mess it's a deep mess how do you come out of it it's not going to happen like this overnight it would take time so what do you do then of course you cannot quit the job because you have to you know feed the feed the family you have to pay the loans you have to pay the bills you start living dual life or maybe triple life same thing i did we all have six uh, we all have 7 to 8 hours sleep we have 7 to 8 hours of work what do you do for rest 7 to 8 hours okay assuming that you're in mumbai you travel 2 hours fine what are you doing for those 6 hours what's 5 hours 4 hours what do you do there the chances are most of the people don't value that time and all they do is scroll through social media like and laugh and comments and entertainment and and just watch tv and waste it so all those people they will suffer the major pain in coming years so parallelly living living these two or three lives is important sacrifice it's okay if you sacrifice two to three years you will be all set for next 20 to 30 years i think that's a good bargain versus don't sacrifice right now and continue to live in the threat that mera job chala jayega job will be cut i will not be able to free and i'll continue to work on things that i'm not passionate about and 85% as per the gallup survey you know 85% of the people don't like what they're doing so live this parallelly 
find your passion, continue to create content, add value to people, build your followers, find a mentor, and then start earning little, little bit pocket change parallelly in the job. And when your income comes substantially a little bit more, and once you have some backup income, that's when you quit the job. That's how you transition. Wow, that that's, I think, a priceless piece of advice. So I'm sure listeners who are listening have got some kind of idea. If they want to do something else other than a job or start a parallel stream of income, they can definitely go ahead and utilize their extra time that they are having within the 24 hours. Thank you for sharing that with such simplicity. So you mentioned about find a mentor, right? And you always talk about your mentors, Dan Locke and Grant Cardone. So why do you think mentorship is so important? Well, I think it, I'll put it in a very simple way. We cannot control few things, which one of them is time. Time lost, you can never get back. But most of us living in the middle-class family, they, we never value time. What do we value? We value money. And then, that's the only thing that middle-class people don't have. Because you your attention is focusing on money and saving and reducing the cost. Your attention is never on multiplying and using your time efficiently so that you can make more money than what you're making right now. So when you, when you have somebody like Dan Locke or Grant Cardone, what you're doing is you're not buying knowledge. You're buying time. Somebody has already been there, done it, they, they messed up so many times. They've lost decades of trials and testing. What you're not understanding is you can save that one decade of the trials and errors. So pay the money or become their assistant or work for them or whatever it is. Find what they did, what they're doing, which is working right now. And buy the time, you're buying the speed. And that is what people don't understand. When I say this, that when I quit my job, within 12 months, I made my first crore. People's eyes just go wide. My God, within first year of business, one crore. And then I say in the second year, which is 2019-20, I made 2.5 crores. Again, eyes goes bigger. But what they don't understand is, am I, am I genius? Am I so smart? No, I'm just looking at what my mentors are doing, what they're teaching, and I'm executing very fast, better than other people. My execution speed is fast because I know today, Speed is the power because new innovation, which happened right now, as compared to maybe, you know, 50 years ago, new innovation would stay more than two or three decades in power. But now anything which is developed new, the lifespan of that new thing has reduced from 20 years, 30 years to five years. So if you're not reinventing yourself every two years, three years, then you're going down the drain. You're becoming obsolete. So whatever you're trying to cling on to, your little baby money, little chump change is not going to save you in future. Rather that chump change or money, whatever you have, you give it to the mentors or invest in the courses or the programs or the books and you buy the speed. And then when you buy the speed, don't sit and watch it. You execute also at this level of speed that you're learning. In fact, double the speed that you're learning. If you're learning at 1%, or 10%, your double the speed, 20, 30% should be the execution. Wow. I, I think uh, the most important part that people miss generally is the execution part. Because 
we watch so many videos, consume so many stuffs, but ultimately they say that, okay, nothing is happening in life. Yeah. And so, I, ha I have an interesting term for that. I term it as learning junkie. Learning junkie. Learning junkie. All right, makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> They're no different because they find the dose of dopamine, which is the neurochemical release in our brain when we, when we experience something good, right? Like it goes even high when you have drugs or sex or alcohol, the dopamine level shorts up. So now it's a new level of addiction which has come up, which is learning addiction. People want to learn and they think that they're growing. But in reality, they're not growing because they're not doing anything about it. So it just gives them the illusion that they're learning and they get the kick. They get go video after video after video after video, but they don't do anything. So my formula is clear. Learn 20%, execute 80%. But people do opposite. They learn 80% of the time and execute only 20% of the time. Wow, that is so simple, like 80-20 principle, right? That yeah. you already also mentioned in your book as well. So uh, talking about mentor, there are so many mentor and coaches out there and people get sometimes really confused because they don't have a right idea about how to get a mentor who will help them execute stuffs and get them results. So how can someone find the ideal mentor? Well, there are a few things which I tell my mentees to look for when you're looking for a mentor. Um, deep down in your heart, you will know who is the right mentor for you. Okay. But if you really want to know the intellectual level, because at heart level, you will know it. Oh my God, that is the person I should learn from because you'll have the vibe. You have the connection. Like you had the vibes in connection for, you know, your mentors, right? Me, Ron and all. So, so you will have the vibe that this guy or girl is the right mentor for me. But if you have, to, if I have to break it down, there are a few things that you should let look for when you're looking for a mentor. Number one, is has the mentor achieved the level of success that you're looking to achieve, right? If you're looking to become the superstar coach and consultant and trainer, has that person achieved it? That's number one. Number two is this person, does this person have the value which is focused on giving to humans and, and caring for people? Because if you, if you find a mentor who's got success, but he's more money driven and me, me, me driven, they will teach you shortcuts and hacks, which will not work for you because they're just money driven and not giving and caring driven like money. You should make money. Impacting lives. That's number two. Number three is look for the proximity accessibility is the mentor available. If not physically, then virtually also, is it live? Is it through courses? Is this person available? And I can, I can I connect with this person? and continue to learn from him. Like for me, Grant Cardone was accessible through digital platforms, the online and live streams that he was doing, not one-on-one. -on -one. I met him after four years of following him, three or four years of following him face-to-face -face in Las Vegas. But he still is my mentor, but he was someone who I could, could look up to, who had achieved the results, who was giving more, and he was accessible through digital platform. I think these are the three major elements that you look for in the person that you're looking to learn from. I'm sure now it is much more easy for people who are looking to find a mentor. So uh, in all your, this journey, so I'm sure you might have met so many people and uh, you have had lots of situations and experiences. Tell us one of your most, uh, you know, horrible or most disgusting experience altogether. And one of your best experience. Wow, and I, I remember, see these, 
hard times you don't forget easily so i remember very clearly one of the lowest moments of my life was when i had quit my job and i was making 3 lakh plus as you know and i had responsibility i had minimum of 1 and 1/2 2 lakh rupees minimum i had to pay for loans and cars and at that time i was also into consumerism right uh, before getting started and also i had to keep paying my sins so i had i had a family to look after i had to look after my mom i looked at my my family and car house and all those things and then i quit my job so one side the the job income stops and i ventured into a passion entrepreneur mentorship program right so i started my journey the first workshop that i did was in gurgaon april 2018 and i had approved more than 60 people to join this full day in ramada gurgaon meals included absolutely free and i was like excited my god i have approved 60 people in fact there were 80 or 90 people had reached out to me to be part of this because i had built my following for last one or two years so organically they were following me so i said hey they know me they've been following me if i approve 60 people they all will show up i'm going all the way from pune there approving everything giving my knowledge feeding you know good buffet meal how wrong i was only 20 people showed up and my heart was like my god is just going lower and lower and lower so as the session progressed i was feeling bad because i was only one third of the room which was filled in a big hall looking so empty and i was embarrassed and i remember clearly one moment when i asked i mean everybody went for a break literally i went in the corner of that hall my heart just sank i literally had tears in my eyes i'm not the kind of guy who has this um, emotional outburst a lot and i cry not that crying is you know is bad or makes you weak but i usually don't cry i'm very tough person mentally and you know emotionally but that that was one of the lowest moment because i lost not only i lost lakhs of rupees nobody signed up so i i not only had that no income coming in so my life was flashing in front of me like okay no job no income coming in nobody signed up debts and then worst thing is i had five more physical workshop like this lined up i was like my god i have five more lined up what if people don't sign up for that that was the lowest moment having a fear of not having money not becoming successful and more than money it was fear that people will say that man you're a failure you went to do your own thing now you're going back to the job so that was the the scariest lowest moment of my life and the best best moment i would say uh, there've been many best moments but one of those best moments is when i made a decision to invest in self development right i remember clearly uh, it was scary as well but i still now i see how best and how important decision of my life it was i was sitting with the credit card in my hand and it was time for me to swipe that card make the payment online and buy the course from grand cardone which was worth $2000 at that time $2000 were huge for a person to invest in self development for a person who never invested 2000 in it right so like my god 2000 what am i buying here right so i had really really scared nervous anxiety but then a voice came in my mind which i talk about in my book as well the more mindset so joe was overpowering my more mindset that what if it doesn't work what if it fails you fail what if you don't implement you will lose 2000 which is about 1.5 1.6 lakhs but then this more voice came is you know what's going to happen what's the worst that can happen you lose the money big deal you will make more money okay 
it's okay, let it be. Let's give it a shot. And that decision was the best decision I think I took because ever since then, not just $2,000, but so far, I think I've invested more than $45,000, which is more than 40 lakhs or I don't know how much lakhs is it. Yeah, roughly about 40, 50 lakhs, uh, 40, 50 lakhs in the last four years. Wow, that is something like, yes, not people not signing in to becoming a Kroorpati that's something, a roller coaster journey. And uh, I wish you more success in life. But uh, I also want to know, what is your purpose in life? My purpose is very clear. Like I want to build the community, the people, anybody who touches me, anybody who gets connected with me through physical or virtual, through my books or my products. I want those people to find what they're passionate about and be able to live a passion printer life, enjoying six Sundays a week, having more time, more money, more freedom, and joyful life. That is my big purpose in life. And if I have to give you a number, my initial goal was 10 million in my first book, 10 million. But now I've increased it because that does not excite me because I know 10 million would happen very soon in the next few years. And my mentors, I saw one of the video, Grant Cardone said that the biggest mistake that he regrets is aiming too low. So I said, man, if Grant Cardone was aiming too low, first time when he started, and after 20, 15, 20 years, he again said the same thing. Again, I made the same mistake. Again, aiming too low. I said, I don't want to make a mistake. I want to aim very high, very, very ambitious goal. So now my purpose is to transform 1 billion lives. Wow, that, that's really interesting. And I'm sure you already have touched thousands of lives by now the kind of followers you have, right? But uh, we also want to know, does every human being has his or her own purpose? Uh, answer is absolutely yes. So I, I so far I have got more than 140,000 followers which is about 1.4 lakh. Out of them, most of them, they're actually starting to shift their thought process and mindset. Everything begins with the thoughts and the mindset. So I truly believe that if you are here on, on this planet, you're here for a reason. Whether you believe in God, Allah, Jesus, Almighty, or universe, you've been created for a reason. Every small dust particle is there for a reason. Even honeybee have a purpose. The flowers, the trees, everybody's got the purpose. And the interesting part is, except human beings, all the living beings, or the nature, they all go and live their purpose and become fully who they are. Elephant will become fully elephant and live like an elephant and fulfill elephant's purpose. But only humans are the only species who choose to be less than who we are. And that's why we see the mediocrity has become a pandemic, an epidemic, which gulped 70% of the population on this earth. Everybody's living in mediocre thought process. Moment they find their why, which is their purpose, that would be the day when they will be actually born. Right now, they're just existing. They're not living. The when they find their purpose is when they will actually be born. Somebody is born at the age of 30. I was born at 33. Somebody is born at 50. Somebody is 60. Everybody is born some or the other time. Unfortunately, a lot of people, they die without even born. 
I'm speechless. I mean, this is not just interesting to know that every other species live their own purpose. Yes, when you actually think about it, it is true, except human beings. And the last line that you said, everybody is born at some age or the other and some people die without being born. Wow, that, that, that's like a big aha moment for me. I'm sure it's an aha moment for lots of listeners as well. So, uh, Dev, uh, thank you for sharing that so beautifully. So what is your next initiative or what are the new initiatives that you are coming up with? You have your passion printer mastermind, you have your one crore code. So what next? Uh, my, my goals, I always write my goals and I announce it to the world on Facebook that, Hey, here's my goal. And one of those goals, which I have written a few months back is having 10,000 mentees in my mentorship program who I'm handholding, my team is handholding to change their lives. For that, I have some big initiatives lined up. One is taking the passion printer mastermind to a next level and uh, doing like a summit, which is a physical summit. Uh, the second big thing that I'm doing is going international because of the COVID, uh, we were supposed to go to Dubai and, and do our international event and then go to Asia but it has stopped right now, but we're still now virtually going international and growing our reach so that we can help more and more and more people. So I would say these are the top two initiatives that we are doing. One, one is building the bigger base of mentorship uh, community, because I think more and more people join mentorship program, more and more they help each other to grow and, and become successful like most of my mentees have gone. Um, so these are a couple of big initiatives that I have taken and uh, the biggest goal that I have for myself, which a lot of people find it interesting is, is not the goal of just making 1 million by the end of this year, uh, which is 2020-21, right? Uh, that's a monetary goal. But the key goal that I have is I want and I will become the highest spender in India as an influencer. Well, that's interesting. What do you mean by highest spender in India? See, when I say highest spender, I want to reach out to people who really need to learn the secrets that I've learned from millionaires and billionaires. Now, I have two choices. Either I continue to grow organically, which is going to be slow and steady, or I spend money, spend whatever I am making literally back in the ads, inorganically, so that I can reach more and more and more people. So if I spend more money and if I'm the highest spender, if I keep focusing just on how I can just top my spending up, I would be able to reach to those people. Just to give you some statistics, in last one month, because of the few lakhs that I've spent on ads, I was able to reach 39 lakh people. Wow, that is a huge number. So, well, I'm not saying that everybody would recognize me on the street now, but at least they saw my face, they saw my name. They saw me on the video somewhere or the other. By the end of the year, it's probably going to go to 10, 10 times more easily. Because if I can do this in one month to reach 4 lakh, you know, sorry, 40 lakhs people, I can reach to 4 crore people as well. And it's all just permutation and combination. So more money I make, more money I invest in, in getting known. Because this is the big problem. No matter how great you are, no matter how wonderful job you do, but if people don't know you, they cannot learn from you. And if they cannot learn from you, they cannot grow through you along with you. 
So it's your duty to spend more and reach those deserving people and help them to grow. Of course, in the process, would I make money? Absolutely, I think I would make money and I would love to make money so that I can reuse that money to reach more and more and more people. How else would I reach 1 billion lives and transform them? So this is one of the big, big uh, focus that I have for this year uh, to become the highest spender in India as an influencer. That's really interesting because I've never heard anybody say that uh, they say that I would become, you know, I would be earning this much, that much. You've also said that, but nobody has said that I would become the highest spender. I mean, nobody might have thought even. Yeah, the thing is, you know, when you focus, I want, I want to be the highest earner. Okay. That's more selfish for yourself. Okay. It may or may not be, but it's more aligned towards what's about, it's about me. I want to earn this much. Okay, fine. But when you say, I want to spend this much, is for them, is for others. So in life, it's not about what you get. It's about what you give. And more you give, more comes back to you by default. So I have believed in this Guru Mantra is, don't give to get. Give and forget. Right? More good you do to universe, more good you do to people, and you do it and you forget it, it is the most satisfying feeling. And when I get the messages, which I usually get every day, tens of messages, now hundreds of messages because of the ads and all. Uh, when I see that, Dave, your book has inspired me. Your videos have inspired me. Your work has inspired me. Your webinars has changed my life. I feel satisfied. And this is what makes me go to bed every night satisfied. And this is something which makes me jump out of the bed every day and do what I do. Wow, that is profound. And I'm sure you are going to reach millions and billions of life out there because this thought process is very unique. And I'm listening to this for the first time, like becoming the highest spender and reaching uh, people out there who don't even know you. But at least once they know you, they can learn from you. Now, talking about this point, learning from you, how can people actually learn from you? What are the options and how actually they can come in your you know, mentorship or any kind of program that you have? So first step I tell people is before you even start learning from me physically or in the webinar workshop, learn from what I've already shared in my books. Like for example, this is the easiest way to learn from me to know where to start, understand your passion, find your purpose, build an unstoppable mindset. I think that's the first step I want everybody to go through. Uh, and once you reach, once you finish this book, reach to me, then you can attend my webinars or workshop. And if you like what you heard, then you can go forward and you can join the mentorship program as well. Now, there are a lot of people who reach out to me today, but I want to sign up for mentorship program. But I don't know if you're ready because you're not even proved anything to myself whether you're ready to learn from me. So for them, I still follow the same process. Read the book, attend the webinar, attend the workshop, then get shortlisted for my mentorship program because this is only for people who have these three things which I mentioned, right? Rest, I can teach everything burning desire, your ability to impact people, your, your desire to impact people, and then courage. I cannot teach you these things. If you have these three things, you can learn more. And when somebody reads this, even if they have those qualities or don't, they start to develop those qualities. And then it is easier for me to change their life. So if you're listening to this, I want to give a bonus. Is that okay? Can I give a bonus to your listeners? Wow. Oh, absolutely. Yes, please. Yeah. So for all the people who are listening to this, if you really want to grab this copy, which is still selling on Amazon for 600 rupees. Uh, it has been reviewed by multimillionaire, my mentor, Dan Locke. It has got 
more than 250 uh, reviews with 4.6 star rating. People have loved it. A lot of people could not even keep the book down. Um, so if you want this copy of life-changing book, I will give you a link. You use that link, you download the ebook, and I can challenge you. Once you start reading first chapter, you will not put the book down. If you're really serious about your life, if you're serious about changing your life, just do me a favor, take this challenge of just reading the first chapter of this book, and then you decide whether you want to continue to learn from me or which direction you want to go. You don't have to learn from me, but if you do, read the first chapter and then we'll talk about this. So the link is just go to www.davegadvi10x.com forward slash ebook. No hyphen anywhere. Ebook, just ebook. So Dave Gadvi, Gadvi is spelled G A D H V I. 10x10x.com forward slash ebook. And I think Som can also leave a link in there. Awesome. I will definitely uh, share me the link. I will leave it in the description box for everybody who is listening and who want the free copy of this amazing best-selling book. Then please uh, click on the link below in the description box and you will get your free copy. So I will just repeat it for our listeners. It's www.devgadvi10x.com forward slash ebook. All right. Thank you so much for that offer and uh, the bonus, actually. So I have one question. If not a passionpreneur, mentor and a coach, then what would Dave Gadby be? Hmm. He would be just an you know, ordinary man who doesn't know what to do in life and still being lost in the, in the race. <laughs> Fulfill somebody, something, trying to make money but dissatisfied. So I, I can't think of my life uh, in, in any other way, but if I was not a passion entrepreneur, I would still be working in a job and doing things which may or may not, you know, excite me. Uh, I can't think of any alternate solution because the reason why I say this is even if somebody comes today and say, you know what, Dave, why are you doing this? You've been doing for money. You want to be a billionaire. Here's a billion dollar. Okay. Now go relax and don't do anything. Don't talk to people. Don't write books. Don't, don't follow your passion. I'm not going to take it. I don't want your money. I, I'm here in this because I enjoy this game. I enjoy the feeling which I get to impact people, empower people, help people. So if Dave Gadvi is not a passion mentor, then Dave Gadvi is just a person who does not know what to do in life. Even if it's with, with money, he doesn't know what to do with his life. Oh my God. That's really an honest answer I've got. So <laughs> yes, but I cannot imagine you being not doing anything. So yes, I can understand that. So how can our listeners reach out to you? Well, the easiest way to reach out to me is um, follow me on LinkedIn. Just search me Dave Gadvi 10 X. That's where I'm more, most active. I have the same handle on Instagram, Dave Gadvi 10 X. And you can also be part of my passion trainer, Facebook group, which is absolutely free. If you have, if you are somebody, you know what, Dave, I don't have enough money. I still want to learn from you. Easiest way, read the book. Second, join the Facebook community called Passion Printers. Just search Passion Printers. And I've got thousands of people already there. I do live stream every Saturday, 10 p.m. Despite, despite my busy schedule, despite our workshop, whatever it is, if I'm alive, if I'm not on my deathbed, I am on the live stream. On, on, on Saturdays, 10 p.m. Indian Standard Time. You can continue to learn from me. Then, of course, if you want to learn more, you can attend my webinars and workshops and join my mentorship program. But there's a process. First step, ebook or, or the physical copy, whatever you like. Second step, join my group and the webinar. 
Awesome. So awesome. So thank you so much, Dev, for sharing and being so transparent and being so generous about sharing the, you know, free ebook of your best-selling book to all the people out there. So everyone who is listening to it, please go and grab your copy. I'm sure you will get 100% value from it. At least start implementing the things that are being said and, uh, you know, written in the book, because those are the proven steps that he has himself done. Because I have read that myself and I know that very well. So thank you, Dave, for coming to my show and being so open and transparent and answering my questions so patiently. I'm sure people have got lots of values out there. Also, I would like to take this opportunity to thank you on record and, you know, in front of all our listeners that thank you for being my mentor. And uh, the because of you, the transformation that has happened to my life, because I could quit my job, come out from my problems and earning in lakhs right now per day. Like, so it's like, it was a huge shift, the mindset shift, everything. So thank you for the entire handholding process and thank you for being my mentor as well. So I am a living example. So anybody who is looking out to learn from him, please don't hesitate because it's a proven process. It's a proven system and he himself has been there, done that. So it's completely upon you, your choice. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was a pleasure for me to be on your show and you've really earned my respect. Uh, and you've really, really proved to be a wonderful person and a mentee who is now inspiring and changing many lives. So wish you good luck as well. And all the listeners, thank you so much for watching this entire episode and clearly shows that you have the seed of learning and growing. You have the burning desire. Now, whether the seed becomes a tree or not, is only when you give the, the fertilizer, you give the water and sunlight. This is your fertilizer, water, sunlight or you find others, it's your choice. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dave. Thank you. That was Dave Gadvi, a human being who is intensifying humanity to his best possible extent, helping people find out their passion and purpose and live a meaningful life. I hope you found this episode inspirational. <laughs>